Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Jolenta. Yes, Kristen. Who's that super cool chick sitting right next to you there? Oh, her? Oh, she's just the handsome woman who makes this show possible. Oh, Savage Alenta, you and Kristen make the show possible. No, Nora, you make the show possible. Uh, no, you do. No, okay, you do. Shut you up. do. Everyone, stop it. There, enough, you do, you do. You guys could do this all night. We are do, not do. here. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are not here to bicker or make poop jokes. We have a lot of listener questions to get to that have piled up for our producer, Nora. All right, fine. Well, let's get to them because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Nora Ritchie. And this is by the book, Nora Tells All. <laughs> Great. Your life is going down the drain. You're in so much pain. You need some help. Ooh, self-help. By the book, 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 by the book. That's right. It's time for another By the Book bonus episode. That is our between seasons treat for your little ears. And today it's all about Nora, our producer, and your burning questions for her. And if a bonus episode every other week is not enough for you, we know it's not, please check out our other show, We Love You and So Can You. In each episode, we help a guest tackle a predicament in their life and hopefully help them to feel a little bit more love for themselves along the way. This season includes somebody who is struggling to learn how to date at age 40, somebody who at 50 is uprooting his whole life and moving across the country, and somebody who is relentlessly messy. Okay, okay. Let's get this Nora Tells All episode underway, shall we? Yes. Now, first and foremost, we have a lot of questions about Nora and the show. 
Okie doke. First question is from Monique, who says, do you get nervous when filling in to co-host? I know some people tend to go for the production side of things, so they don't have to be in the spotlight. Well, I get a little nervous, but I have to say that Kristen and Jolenta always sort of, like, set it up for me. They give me a nice platform. They're easy to talk to. They're professional. So I can sort of just come on in, and it feels really nice and easy. And... Also, I like the production side, but I actually do like being on the mic, too. So I'm getting more comfortable in that role, which is nice. Yeah. And, I mean, Nora, you're already a performer. Right. Obviously, you're a singer. You get on stage. Um, you're used to microphones. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. And, of course, your voice is just oh. such a beauty. Yeah. Every voice. time you co-host, people write in like, oh, she should co-host shows all the I time. I just want you to, like, read me bedtime stories. Ooh, fun. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Future podcast oh, idea. Okay. <laughs> Trademark. By the book industries. <laughs> That's not a real company. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Christine has this question. This season was definitely my favorite. The historian, Trish Travis, was terrific. Are you the one who found her? How did you know she would be so good? Did you try to find people who had hosted podcasts before? Had she hosted a podcast before? Okay, so I did find her, and I found her just through a lot of internet searching, Googling, self-help historian, self-help academic, this and that. And there's hardly any of them. Um, but I poked around, and I saw an article she'd written and then I actually did something called a pre-interview, which is when you call up a potential guest and you usually talk to them for like 15 or 20 minutes. You get a sense of them. I talked to Trish for 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Whoa. And I'm like, okay, she's amazing. She's so smart. She's so passionate. And also from the jump, she was really, really excited to be on the podcast and had already been a fan of By the Book. So it was, that was so just cool. a coincidence. Yeah. Oh, that was a coincidence. That was so lucky. So I was like, she's, she's a shoo-in. And what about the rest of the question? Had you heard any audio recordings of her? Did she have a podcast? Was there any proof that she would be good on mic? Um, I didn't hear any podcast with her, but just the way she talked with me, I'm like, okay, she's a good talker. She's mm -hmm. so articulate. She's so engaging. I just could tell she was going to be good. Right. That's good. I mean, yeah. some people have no recording experience at all and just hit it out of the park right away. Totally. I can say from my own producer days, like, yeah, some sometimes people you can are just magic. Tell. Yeah. 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 She's one of them. Well, yeah. and also, I mean, to her credit, she, you know, she imparts information all day long, I assume, when she's not researching. So, yeah. like, I, I feel like giving a lecture, even without a microphone, once you pop one there, might make you, you might still be comfortable with like public speaking ish roles. Yeah, totally. Yeah, she has experience in it in a way that can transfer. Yeah. yeah. Also, just like such a good find, Nora. It's like she was freaking made for Ugh, us. I was blown away when you're like, I found this person <laughs> <laughs> who specializes in like self help and social movements and twelve step programs and like Ugh. everything we've ever thought of. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Yeah, she's love so her. Great. Uh, next question is from Kyle, who says the new theme song with you singing is so good and it really captures the spirit of the season. Will there be a new theme song in future seasons? If so, will you be singing them? Ah, oh, well, first of all, thank you. Um, there will be new theme songs in future seasons. Um, if Kristen <laughs> and Jolenta are down to have me sing, I'd be, of course, happy to sing again. Um, and we would probably try to do something a little different. So yes. yeah, we'll just have yeah. to wait to hear that. Yes. And I mean, Nora, those vocals... They are so, so beautiful. Good. But how's your Spice so Girls good. impression? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rachel has this question. Occasionally, listener comments are quite critical. Do you ever take those criticisms personally? How do you deal with criticism in general? Um, I would say I, to the best of my ability, I t try to take them not personally. I think a lot of times 
criticisms are more a reflection of whatever that person is dealing with and like whatever issue they have about themselves or something in their life um, and is really less to do with who they're criticizing a lot of times. So in general, I can avoid it. And then I do, though, feel protective if I see people being critical of Kristen and Jolenta. I'm like, mama bear, like you can't ah, be nice to them. So I do feel that. <laughs> well, I have to say I really appreciate that because there have definitely been times I've been on listener shit list over the years. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Nora, both you and Jolenta, and back in the day, Cameron would swoop in yeah. and try to protect me and get rid of things that were especially egregious where, like, there have been some pretty rough things said yeah. about me in particular over the years Yeah, I don't know show. what it is about you. I'm the show's villain. No, I'm not the self-help say, lover. You're, you're a bad guy, so <laughs> it's got to happen, you know? We need drama. We need friction. You're the bad guy. <laughs> but I do have to say, in general, Nora's very good about being like, clearly that that comment means that person has trouble with blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh, right. It's not all about me. Thanks, Nora. <laughs> thank yes. you. Thanks for being level-headed. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. Up next, we have this question from Andrea, who says, what is your favorite episode this season, Nora? Ooh, okay. Tough. Tough one, but I have one, and it's Phyllis Diller's Housekeeping Hands. I yes, knew you were going to say that too. <laughs> oh, my God. I just thought that episode was so funny. Phyllis Diller is so subversive, is so smart, is so witty, um, and I just think that by the end, Kristen and Jolanta having their husbands do all the housework was just perfect. It was hysterical. And it was, just, I don't know, it was a joy to listen to. I know that you liked that one a lot because after we got done taping, you asked me, Kristen, would you ever part with your copy of the book? And yeah. you've never said that about any other book. <laughs> That's true. And I'm like, absolutely. You can have it as soon as I find it in <laughs> my pile of books. You can definitely have it. But yeah, that's never happened before where you're like, oh, I definitely need this copy of Getting Things Done. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> true. Well, Phyllis Diller's book has all these really cool cartoons. So yes. what I want to do is take a couple pages out of it, frame it, and, like, put it in my kitchen oh or put gosh. it somewhere. You know, so it's, like, a cute little quirky, like, artwork thing in my in my apartment. Ugh. So that's my idea. That's my that's thinking. That's such there. a good idea. It's such a cute book. It really is. I think everyone will laugh and have a gas, as Phyllis would say, <laughs> when you see the oh, Phyllis, cartoons. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break, but when we're back, we have some more general questions for Nora. So mm, stay with us. Okay. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. 
Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. are back with some more general questions for our super producer, Nora. There's nothing general about you, but these questions have nothing to do with buy the book, or maybe only a little bit. Up first, we have Brittany, who says, Working at Stitcher and living in New York, you probably run into a lot of celebrities. Are you ever starstruck? Do you have any good stories? Yes. So one time, I remember, I didn't meet her, but I saw Courtney Love in Union Square, mm. and it was like a wild little tornado, like, blew by. Like, it was exactly how I imagined yes. her, to be honest. And it was kind of kind of nuts. Um, and then as far as working at Stitcher, um, Stitcher does Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and Conan was in our office um, probably a couple months ago. He's super friendly. He was just walking around talking to people, um, and a fellow friend was like, knows that I love Conan. She was like, just go say hi. Just go say hi. And like, I don't even know where the courage came, but I walked up to Conan and was like, hey, Conan, like, I'm a, for, I think I said, um, I'm a forever fan. Yes. Oh, I nice. love when you say shit like wow. that. Wow. And you're like, oh, I care too hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that came out. I know. I know. And then he was like, thank you for all your work. And I'm like, I've done nothing. I don't work on the Conan show. But anyways, he was super nice, by the way. He's exactly like he. Nice. Sounds on the, on Mike and in the team Laza show. Laza Forever fan. You really <laughs> have a good impression. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. But you, <laughs> it was me. But you actually run into celebrities all the time. And I you feel like worked, you have lots of sightings. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you've worked very closely with a lot of celebrities. Well, yeah. I used to work on the Katie Kirk podcast. So, so celebrity to me. She was like big time celebrity. Yeah, and cute. she's so smart and so with it. And it's no surprise that she worked, you know, on the Today Show every morning. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. What a she's, job. She's great. Yeah. Can we talk about that one time in the office, though, when Ellen Oh, my Alda, God. Mm. Oh, my God. I forgot about <laughs> I that. I had a Band-Aid on my face and was like, hi, I have a Band-Aid <laughs> on my face. But I have to tell you, as a child, I loved Scientific American Frontiers. Thank you for your work. And he was, like, trying to recycle a cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but Kristen wins in the cornering Alan Alda. Well, I was, like, initially afraid. And then Nora, you, and some other staffers are like, just talk to Did him. you do, like, just the hover where you, like, circle around the area where they are? Maybe Like a, like a large loop. Yeah. Maybe. And then eventually I was just like, all right, I'm going to go in for it. And then I ended up cornering him for way too long. And Yeah, you were talking with him for like 20 minutes. I know. Whoa. <laughs> and it they was were at, besties. Yeah. And it was at an office party. So there were a lot of other people who wanted to talk to him. But I like cornered <laughs> oh, yeah, him but for no. 20 minutes. Also, you guys would have been such a great pair. Because I just remember when I was talking to him, I was looking up like a foot. Yeah. And I'm almost six feet tall. Like, he's so tall. Yeah. And so I just would love picturing you two talking. Just, like, the feet of difference in height. <laughs> I think I make it up almost to his armpits. Oh, for yeah. sure. Almost. <laughs> yeah. um, but, Nora, can we backtrack for just oh, a sure. second yes. to the um, Courtney Love moment? Did mm. she immediately look like Courtney Love to you? Or did she just, like, run by and you didn't know who she was? Or did you immediately think... Wow, that's Courtney Love. I was like, oh my God, what is going on? That woman looks crazy. And then I was approaching. I was <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, that's Courtney Love. <laughs> oh my God. I love like, it. Yeah. Just like that. Just wow. like that. I get her and then the she most was as my celebrity doppelganger. So that's always fun. What? what? I don't look like her. I used no. to be more blonde. I don't know. I got it a lot when I was younger. Oh. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. All right. Next question from Mike. What piece of information from a podcast you've produced has been the most eye-opening to you at the time? Do you have any, wow, how did I not know that moments? 
Um, okay, so recently, because I work on By the Book, but I also work on Unladylike, um, we did an episode all about egg freezing. And I think a lot of women think that egg freezing is sort of like their safety net. Like, well, it's okay if I don't have a baby now. I froze my eggs all as well. There's actually so little research about if those eggs are actually going to come to fruition and make a baby. And the stats that we found is that it's like 2 to 12% actually of those eggs actually make a baby. Yeah. I and remember. I was so like, interesting. What? I always wonder about that. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought remember it was like 80. Yeah. I know. But that I made up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I remember learning that years ago. And then I won't say the name of the show, but I was producing a show at one point. And the hosts of that show, they were giving advice to young listeners and the number one piece of advice that both hosts gave was to freeze eggs. And I remember interjecting and saying, I don't know if that's something that is scientifically appropriate to recommend to your listeners since the failure rate is roughly 85% on egg freezing. And then the Mm -hmm. host of the show said, you're wrong, Kristen. (gasps) Leave it in the episode. So I I produced an episode that had fake science in it, which is not something I would— so anti-Kristen. I know, but what was I supposed to do? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough situation. Yeah, Especially because you want to give people good information and say, like, oh, you have a backup plan. No worries. But, like, it could work, but— you yeah. also could not. Yeah. So, yeah. But, Nora, I'm so glad you're saying that right now. And now I want to give everybody a link to that episode and just make sure they hear it. Because yeah. I think there's a lot of yeah. misinformation totally. about all sorts of reproductive health and yes. women's bodies. Yeah. Absolutely. And especially I feel like egg freezing right now is thrown at women our age. Like just a cure-all for whatever time you want to buy. But yeah. it's like, or are you in your 30s? Freeze your eggs. Yeah. Like, or are you just taking money from me and nothing's going to happen with this? Exactly. Like, who knows? Exactly. Next question is from Danielle. I loved the episode of We Love You and So Can You with Kristen and Jolenta's former by the book producer, Cameron. Would you ever consider being a guest on We Love You? If so, what predicament would you have them help you with? Uh-oh. I love this question. Um, okay. I want Nora to be on the show now. I know. I was like, doesn't she get enough of us? I feel like this is a mean <laughs> question. I don't know why. No, I would totally be a guest. Um... One thing, this is a boring answer. One thing I do need help with, though, I think is, like, life maintenance. What do you mean by life maintenance? Like, appoint, like doctor's appointments or various, mm-hmm. like, like I pay my bills on time, but just, like, organization in that way and keeping up with it. It'll pile up, and then I'm like, ah. Yeah. I have so much of that to do, and I, like, don't give myself time for it. So I, like, try to squeeze it in on, like, a Sunday at, like, 6 p.m. and, like, stresses me out. I'm the last person who should help with that. <laughs> no, I know. I was like, literally yesterday morning, my therapist was like, yell at me, being like, you need to brush your teeth. <laughs> I have not, So I don't know if I'm good at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's basically like adulting. Yeah, I haven't you opened my mail in, no, I haven't opened my mail in over two months. So, uh, yeah. 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 Guys. I, I do that open the mail every three months thing. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because all my bills are on, on auto pay. Exactly. I'm like, does any of this mail matter? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It might. It might be like a bill for something yeah. I don't know yeah. Anyhow. All right. Next question is from Catherine, who says, how can I get recordings of your music? I love hearing you sing on By the Book and would like to listen more. Oh, okay. So actually, one of the most recent projects that I've done, which is actually getting to be a little old now, but it's a band that I have with my friend Sam. um, And we released a little EP in 2018. I know it's 2020 now. But anywho, you can find that at lucidsound.bandcamp.com. Can you spell that? You got it. It's L-U-C-I-D-E. So it's lucidsound.bandcamp.com. And that has like a bunch of originals and is more like folky and singer-songwritery and Yeah, I'd be curious to hear what listeners think. So Ooh. take a look. Only, nice, only nice feedback. Otherwise, I'll get angry. <laughs> We're going to have to put a link to that on yeah, our Facebook yeah. community. That way everyone can just, can't check just her out. hit the click button. and then Hit the click button. Yeah, do that thing. Listen, <laughs> listen. 
All right. <laughs> Emma has a question that a lot of you out there are dying to know because she's not the only one to write in with this. She actually um, has several questions that we kind of combined here that other people had. What is your love language? What is your sign? And what is your curated closet identity, Nora? Oh, okay. So reminder to everyone out there, the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So let's start with that one. Okay. So for love languages, primary might be physical touch, and then secondary is quality time, or they're just like intermingled together. But those that's really my love language. We need to hug you more. She wants to hang out and lay on you. <laughs> Basically, can we cuddle? Yeah. Okay. And like chat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's uh, your sign? My sign is I'm a Virgo. Right. And what does that mean? Um, I think it's supposed to mean I'm like down to earth. I'm organized or loose at work. Um, what are mm-hmm. other qualities? You're is organized. That... You can be a bit of a perfectionist, but in like a good hearted way. Yes. That's true too. Yeah. 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 Is that like a September birthday or? And uh, August. November? Oh. September, yeah. No, September, August. Um, also, it's sort of like you're—I always think of Virgos as, like, like less assholey Tauruses. Like, you're an earth mm-hmm. sign. You're grounded. Yes. You know what you like. You can be a little stubborn. Mm-hmm, that's but, true. like, you, you come at it with more rationality. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I have a related question. So you had a summer birthday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did that make you happy or sad growing up in school? Well, okay. So I'm end of summer, August 26th. So it was always a moment of transition. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, oh, we're going back to school shopping and school's about to start. And I'm like, ah, the summer's ending. Or like, college, you're going back to college. So I liked it because it was still kind of summer, but it always felt like we're preparing for the next thing, kind yeah. of, which I didn't like. I was Enjoy like, it while you can. It's about yeah. to get real. Exactly. Life is <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was the feeling. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, totally. All right, let's get then to your curated closet identity. Yes. <laughs> Should we tell know. people what Nora's wearing right now? She's I wearing she's wearing that? a classic black turtleneck. Classic. But uh, the turtleneck has a tie in the back with like a little peekaboo open. Oh, so it's yeah. like got some edge. I, mm, I left true. out that part. She's wearing a classic darker got, denim. Like a Levi's skinny jean type yep, situation. Pretty much, yeah. And little black boots that are, they're not booties, but they're, they're it's shorter a, boots. It's like, a, it's like if a booty and a combat boot had a baby. Mm, yes. That's a good description. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, a couple of hair ties or black bracelets on the wrist, <laughs> uh, maybe both. And then shoulder length hair that is kind of like a lightish brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brownish. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just feel like it's just like a classic, simple, like put together mid 30s look. I don't know. It's also totally okay, Nora, for you to say, this doesn't matter to me. and Yeah, like, like don't give a shit. Yeah, because you guys are torturing me. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of people have written in and said, <laughs> like, a lot of people have written in saying, oh, I'm so worried. I can't figure out my curated closet identity. I just cannot figure it out. I'm so upset. And then other people have said, like, I don't know if I have a closet identity. And I say to all of those people, it's fine. Yeah. You don't need a curated closet identity. It's okay if you don't care about it. Don't keep yourself up at night if you mm-hmm. can't come up with one. That's fine, too. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Nora is, like, 90s grunge with, like, a 50s librarian heart. Wow. Like, because I feel like your lines are clean. And, like, even though you have the, like, edgy peak about the back, yeah. like, it's got, like, a nice, clean, like, classic line that could go well with, like, an A-line skirt mm. if you were in the 50s. Totally. But you yeah. got it with your combat boots and your skinny jeans because you're grunge. Right. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like it. So my answer was podcast producer from Brooklyn. <laughs> and, I'm asleep. I and no, what I like about that is it's not – no, no, no. Listen, it's not Uh-oh. the same. It's not the same as being a producer who works in the 
pop music industry. It's not the same as True. being True. a TV producer who, you know, wears heels every single day. It's and, not even the same as like a public yeah. radio producer. Yeah, it's a right. totally That's different true. kind that of producer, true. but like a podcast producer, a little a little bit cooler. I'm just mm. going to yeah, say no, it. No, it's true. She has the cool like edge. That. Yeah. Like so podcast producer, a la Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It does track. Cool. Yeah. I'll take it. We're going to take another quick break, but when we're back, we'll have the most pressing question of all for Nora. Stay with us. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Okay, we're back. And as Kristen said, we have the most pressing question of all. Liz writes, Nora, do you pee in the shower or do you lie about peeing in the shower? I do not pee in the shower. (gasps) And she swears she's not a liar. And I'm not a liar. And I have a specific memory of this guy that I was dating a couple years ago. We were taking a shower together and then he fucking started peeing. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) You're peeing in the shower. (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't do it with anyone. And I was like, that is. He was kind of like at the edge of like the other side. But I was like, you're peeing in the shower. And then so that was like a whole like a whole new world because I was wow. like, oh, people oh pee God. in the shower. And That's then I talked so to funny. friends and they were like, oh, I pee in the shower. I clean my bathtub. I like brush my teeth. I like yeah. do all these activities in the shower. I don't do anything in there. I just take a shower. I do have to say, you're like, I, you're oh like Brad. Gosh. When I yeah. talked to him about peeing in the shower, he's like, I have never heard of this atrocity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is so wild to me. Okay, this is going to really gross out our listeners, <laughs> but Dean and I pee in the shower all the time when we're in the shower together. Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not need to know that ever. But, I know, um, I'm the one who introduced the yeah. topic to the show, period. But yes, nope, you're to blame I, for this, Jolenta. I am upset. Brad and I never sh- I fucking hate showering with people. I, I don't, it's, it's not my favorite fun. either. I would say it's it can fun, be fun when you're like, I was going to say it's fun when you're what, in the first two years of a relationship? Am I boring and old? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nora, yeah. do you brush your teeth in the shower? No. Yeah. I would, though. That's not out of the question. But, oh, it's the I best. It makes know. them all feel even cleaner. Yeah. yeah. Just don't drop your toothbrush at the bottom of the shower while you're peeing After in the shower. After you feed while someone oh, else is while Dean's peeing. Yeah. Whew. I'm Do saying you and this from Dean experience. pee and brush your teeth together in the shower at the same time? Oh, he, my God. The way he, she's smiling is yes. <laughs> he doesn't brush his teeth in the shower. I do. Oh, oh God, God. Nora's face is very oh, upset. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Nora's face is just... <laughs> like, 
like, do you guys cook dinner in the shower? I don't understand how much you're doing in this shower. Oh, my God. From the woman who eats off the toilet seat, which I we know. discovered last season. That's true. Good point. Good point. Ooh, fire back. Okay. I think this episode is over. It's gotten yes, out of hand. That's it. I have to leave so I can stop thinking about Dean peeing in the shower while you're peeing and brushing your teeth all at the same time. It's oh called God. multitasking, America. That's it for this episode of By the Book. Huge thank you to our production team at Stitcher, our producer slash special guest slash current theme song singer, <laughs> Nora Ritchie, who does not pee in the shower. <laughs> Thanks also to Casey Holford, who mixed this episode, Daisy Rosario, our executive producer, Chris Bannon, Stitcher's chief content officer, Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, Gerald Arnold, who arranged this season's version of the theme song, and... Once again, we've already thanked her, but we're going to thank her again, Nora Ritchie, who performs our theme song. Double thanks when you're the guest. <laughs> Stay in touch with us. Do you have questions for us, for Nora, for the universe at large? Do you have books for us to live by? Do you have thoughts? Send them to us. Our email address is kristinangelenta at gmail.com. You can also leave a voicemail for us at 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657. Don't forget to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen because it helps people find the show and it keeps Nora employed. Mm, thank you, yes. <laughs> and if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell a friend who produces about the show. Tell a friend who sings about the show. Tell <laughs> a friend who doesn't pee in the shower about the show. Nope, that's nobody. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Nora Ritchie. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. My name has no entry in the baby name wizard. Stitcher. Here you are, BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. 